0: Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. My name's Vicky McLeod. This time around, I take Jacqueline Dahlstrom for a coffee. We talk about the dramatic differences between her performances at Rogue and Dubai, what she did to make those changes, and what it feels like to be part of the Hustle Made family. So let's get to it. All right, let's let's uh, let's set the scene. Um, hey, Jack. Hey. <laughs> we are in uh, Santa Catalina, which is in Palma, in Mallorca. It's a nice cafe, we're in Elefante. It's, uh, from my point of view friend of the show because I've done a lot of work with them in the past and also they have another um, cafe right opposite the box in Calinova. that's right they're nice people and they uh, let us use their bar today to recording so if you hear coffee machines and people chatting in the background that's because we're in a bar yes so we not... get to have a nice coffee yeah, exactly. with their conversations so that's nice so happy new year the same the last time I saw you was on your 30th birthday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm yes, not bringing you way. cake today. Yes. yes. Thank
0: you. Now, i I get got my coffee now. Yeah, that's exactly. On
1: that's
0: por
1: aquí. Gracias. That's a bit of a, a bit of local you colour Um, Yeah, so last time I saw you was on your 30th birthday, Yes. Um, and that was before you went to Madrid. Yeah, that's... was it? Yeah. Yeah. And before you did Rogue. Yeah, that's right. You are right. I haven't seen properly... I haven't seen or spoken to you properly since then. No. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Because obviously Madrid and Rogue were very close to each other, the competitions. You made the decision to do both. Mm. How did you get on in Madrid?
0: Uh, well, I don't think there's any secret that Madrid didn't go very well. <laughs> um, I think it's um, a combination of uh, just like mental state and my physical kind of ab- ability or where I was physically at that point. So, um, you know, coming back from, from games, I did actually catch COVID. So I think...
1: When did you get it?
0: Just after games. So you we had it in quiet. America? When I got home from games, like, oh, yeah, right. close. So I was, it was a period where I just stayed away from people because uh, I didn't feel very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I think um, that did affect my conditioning more than maybe I thought in, at the end. Like, my breathing, it took me a long time to get my breathing back. So, um, yeah, now my conditioning wasn't where it, uh, you know, should should have been or could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, coupled with, I just wasn't mentally in... In the right place Um, I think I was still on a bit of like uh, the the, the, like the lead up to the games was very uh, hard it was a long for me it was a very long season with the 2020 being kind of uh, taken away Mm. 2019 I obviously had a very good season but then got the back injury at the back end of 2019 so I didn't really get to Showcase what I could do at the games and I was very excited to go back in 2020 uh, being healthy mm. And then that the goal for 2020 was to, you know, okay, now I'm actually gonna go to the games I'm gonna compete at the games uh, not just uh, Not just participate. Um, so then obviously yeah. everything happening with COVID um, I didn't get to do that. So that was mentally very tough uh, and it led to almost like a year and a half with kind of like almost a training camp in a way Mm. where like just no non-stop training Uh, since we couldn't travel this way well we were kind of just locked here on the island the only thing we did was to train which I think was very good for my season and like you know when we got to semis and to quarterfinals you know you could see that that the hard hard work had paid off Uh, but like after games I think I just mentally like you know I need a break yeah Uh,
1: and how does that manifest itself though, Like you just lose the fire, or you it, get bored of what you're doing, or you lose yeah. confidence in yourself, what I does th- it actually come th- out as? I think it's like a mix of
0: all of the above, uh, but mainly it's, for me it was like I had to find the, the push again, so like one thing is training, another thing is Training, you know. Hmm. Uh, so I would say that Madrid and Dubai was like a, it was a nice like kick in the face in a way, like you know, kicking <laughs> the butt. You need to get your shit together. Excuse my excuse my language. No, but it's, I, I do think you know I, I do think you do learn the most from your failures. And when you like when you're not doing well, and you realize you know actually this is not fun. No. Like I know I can do a lot better than this. And when you're not performing. what at the level you want to perform it's one of those like make it or break it kind of moments like either you're gonna go back you're gonna get your shit together you're gonna work harder you're gonna get to where you want to be or actually you're gonna realize you know what I don't want to do this anymore this is not for me Uh, so Madrid and Rogue was like I said it was the kick that I needed to just make some changes um, and prioritize differently and it was just for me it was mainly how I um, how how I approached each session, and letting, I managed to get into a very nice groove of like, I'm here to train, and I'm here to get better, and I don't care about anything else outside of that. Mm, just you. Just yeah, and it sounds very selfish, but ironically, I also managed to be happier. So I also got a lot better. Uh, interactions with the people around me Mm. because I went to the gym and I was like you know what this is what I want to do I'm working towards my goal so today is gonna take me one step closer to that goal Uh, and I didn't let all those other like didn't I didn't let other things distract me as such you know all the small drama that can be at the gym like things happening outside I was like okay I'm here to train I'm gonna do what I can do to become better uh, and I was kind of happy doing that, mm-hmm. um, and I think that showed in at Rogue that I was just in the at lot Dubai. Of a lot better. Uh, sorry, at Dubai, that at, I I, mean, I was in a lot better place. So,
1: after um, Rogue, I felt almost like anxious about seeing you. again. You know? mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, what how, what do you say to someone who's just had what they they will have considered to have been a pretty disappointing performance Performance. Mm. what would you mean like what do you say to somebody when they like an athlete when they've had a bad time what can you what as a a regular person looking support a a friend what would you what's an appropriate thing (laughs) to say so I think uh, that like
0: you know good job is not what I want to hear because I know it wasn't good job Mm. Uh, so I don't want to I don't want people that's what people tend to say and then I'm like "Ah." Yeah, And then, you know, okay, thank you And then you have to kind of play the game And like, yeah, thank you, yeah, it was, you know, it was fun So you don't necessarily want to hear a good job But m- more just something like, you know You're gonna, you're gonna come back, you know I know this wasn't the best that you yeah. could be But you are gonna make it back And like one competition doesn't define you Like something like in those, in that direction instead You know, like this is what you need to fire you up So you can come back and you can pro- you can prove what you can do because uh, I know it wasn't you know, I know it wasn't a good performance, so people saying that is not gonna make me feel better because like they're lying and they're lying to me. They might maybe they They're trying to I don't know. They're trying
1: to be nice because they're trying to yeah. save the feeling.
0: Yeah.
1: But actually, I wanna know like something bad happened, let's face it. Yeah. And, like, just, I mean, you know. suck it up and move
0: on. Exactly. But it's just I think I really um I really do think there's like there's wins and there's lessons. I don't like to look at things as like a failure, because you do, you know, when you do what people would refer to as like this was a failure, this is when you do have, you do really have an opportunity to look back. You can learn a lot of lessons and you can grow from it. Mm. Uh, and I do think I, you know, I did do that after um, Madrid and Rogue. So you know, I sat down with John, we had uh, a conversation. So it, it was, I think it was a combination of, of many things, like I, I did some you know, specific work with myself, like mentally, just really like going into the right mindset. Uh, that was one of the things I did. We did make some changes to my training, just some small tweaks. Uh, and actually, another thing that we did is that we did get uh, we did get a second car, meaning I could, you know, I You've can got live. Independent. Yes. Which just the fact that I could go home straight after the session. And you know I could cook and I could relax. And you know by the time John got home, everything was ready. Uh, just that like an hour and a half extra that I could spend at home instead of like you know going waiting for him to him for him oh, to be that's done.
1: Life changing. It is.
0: So it's just like my my day also did get a bit more relaxing. So, which probably also made you know made me happier in 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 a way. So.
1: And you got yourself um, a mental coach. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a session every week. Yeah, yes,
0: I do that now, so, I, you know, it's like a sports psychologist, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a
1: psychologist, what, you know, what someone do they, you speak what, to. What do you talk about?
0: Uh, so, f- for me, it's just kind of like a um, bit more of like a reminder, well, I, I'd like to kind of expand my toolbox, so, you know, I think we all have, you know, we feel, we have certain feelings that we don't necessarily like and then you know it's your choice how you react react to those feelings and with training you can get better uh, at you know dealing with your insecurities and and the things that kind of come up on a on day-to-day basis so it's, for me it's just the main thing is just like okay this these are some of the feelings that i'm i can feel sometimes you know it's destructive it takes away from my training it takes away from my focus you know what do you have any uh, kind of tips and tricks on how but you know what can I do to, you mm. know, deal with that in a better way? And then, I don't think we sh- I don't think you should necessarily aim for never having those feelings, because I think that's not realistic, but it's just, you know, how you deal with them.
1: So um, if, some, if one of these feelings comes up now, you kind of acknowledge it and go, okay, get get in the queue. Exactly. I've got some competing yeah. to do.
0: And some days I do very well, other days I don't do as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, you know, like, uh, Sometimes it can be something as silly as like, you know, the gym is crowded and I don't feel like I have my my place and that's that for something that, like, you know, yeah, it gets frustrating. It could you. Yeah? It, I wouldn't say, you know, it doesn't but then it's just like, okay, you know, make the most of it. You know, you need to do the best of the situation, you can't change this. It's just, just like very uh, yeah. So between how many it was
1: about six weeks between Rogue and Dubai? Yeah, it might be right. Yeah, it wasn't longer. Wa- no. Maybe two months, but it wasn't yeah. a lot of a lot of time. No. So you came back and you made. it... Super, <laughs> I, I get so excited when I watch people that I know <laughs> um, competing because yeah. I feel like like I'm personally invested and I get excited like a fan, like a huge fan. <laughs> and watching you knew at uh, Dubai, I was especially when you did that lift.
0: Yeah, and
1: that you, was yeah, a good. You did that. Uh, you PR'd your. Um, clean, clean joke. Clean mm. joke. I was so excited <laughs> for you. I was screaming yeah. at my computer. Yeah, that because was a fun moment. I could see how happy you were that you've yeah. done it because yeah. I know all about your backstory with your, your injury mm. and getting like, back into destroy and, mm. and also coming off of um, some disappointing Rome. performances. Mm. It's just like, this is like a cherry on a cake. That
0: was, yeah. was so exciting. No, that was. It was good. Now, Dubai was. Um, no, I did things. Well, actually, they didn't. I wouldn't say they actually. You know, it was not again. You know, it wasn't perfectly planned out like leading up to the to to Dubai. So I actually got quite sick. I got a bad cold <laughs> ten days no. before. So I didn't actually train for. Well, I did, you know, not training is is not correct. But I would go in and I would just you know do some easy lifting because like I couldn't do anything that would jack my heart rate because I couldn't couldn't breathe basically Uh, so 10 days prior to Dubai I was very sick Um, and actually the first night I slept was Friday to Saturday again in 10 days where I could sleep without coughing oh my goodness so I was actually feeling quite bad Uh, however what I am very proud of is um, that I didn't let that affect my performance so I still went out on the floor and like okay you know you're here now, and you're gonna do the best that you can do. You're not gonna focus on what any of the others are doing. You're gonna do your job, and you're gonna make sure that you're doing your job as good as you can do with what you have this moment in time. Mm. Uh, so, you know the, the the day one was was my my worst day, I would say. Yeah. Um, and you know that was the earliest start? Speed yeah. slope, that
1: looked yeah.
0: like and the running. a
1: nightmare.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I mean you're a Norwegian. Yeah. You should this no, no, be, no, like, was not actually I didn't, normal.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, the cold didn't actually bother me, but it was more like I, you know, I hadn't slept at all and it's
1: very the early coughing start, was huh? yeah,
0: it was the early start. Um, but I'm actually John John said something to me when we first started working together. It's uh it is like a A great athlete performs despite not because of Mm. and that's also something that's always stuck with me it's like if you want to compete with the best and you know be amongst the best in the sport you need to be able to find a way to perform despite things not being ideal and I also think I've come to realize that things are probably never gonna be 100% ideal there's always most likely always gonna be something that is like Mm. you know uh, so, but in in Dubai, I, I I do feel like you know, despite that, I did quite well. I didn't let it affect my my mental state or my you know. I actually managed to have fun, which I was quite proud of. Like enjoyed competing. Uh, I could feel so it, was it. nice.
1: I could feel mm. the fun. And also, mm. that was the weekend that you won your first uh, event as a hustle hustle made athlete. athlete.
0: Yes, <laughs> that was fun. I yeah. was
1: like the, the, when I saw the workout, I was like this. this
0: gonna smash them. <laughs> Yeah, so I, they announced the work and I was like, you know what, this could be a good one for me. Uh, but you know, it, it, it was a stack. Can you field. remember the reps? Uh, yes, it was extending, no? So two, four, six, eight, ten.
1: Yeah.
0: Through thrusters, no, ring muscle-ups and thrusters. Yeah. So we finished with the, with so the
1: thrusters. So I've seen you destroy um, gymnastic and thruster uh, yeah. and workouts. Before no, now. so
0: it's two movements that I'm, you know, I would say I'm, I'm good at. Uh, but but at the same time, you know, I I did know that, you know, I had Chris and Holter there, I had Sam Briggs, like, the ball yeah. was very good at gymnastics uh, So, it, it wasn't a given, but I knew that I, you know, if there was any workout that I could possibly maybe win, that mm-hmm. was the one um, And I just, like, I'm the kind of, like, I was very consistent in Dubai, like, I had I think I might have, except for the sprint maybe, was a 10th? I think I might have only had top 10, but like a lot of around that like 5th to 8th place finish. Yeah. So I was, I was very consistent, but I never had any of those like...
1: Real bottom of the, of the pack No, though. but like
0: really top as well, yeah. like you know, being top 3, because that's when you look at them, um, the scoring system, that's where you make the points. Mm. So unless you manage to get that like 1st, 2nd or 3rd place, it's very hard to to know you know climb
1: leaderboard
0: yeah uh, so I was like you know what I got nothing to lose just send it and it, it went well
1: it, and it, yeah and it was sent I did
0: I too. so that, that was a fun one I, I enjoy that uh, yeah
1: so Dubai happy memories
0: definitely Dubai was a good one yeah
1: and tell me about how you started this relationship with hustle made because that you are their first official athlete, yeah, and they are um, a pretty special little organisation, yeah, on their own, aren't they? Yeah, and come from that come from grassroots.
0: They they really do, so, uh, Jess and Craig. They have they managed to create something very special. Um, they've now announced well, they're announcing. They just announced Emily as well, so yeah. she's the third athlete. The second athlete they had to postpone a bit because of uh, yeah, they didn't get there. The media they wanted basically for the announcement, and uh, they're gonna announce another guys while well doing Waterpolo. So Waterpolo is mm. also big, yeah. So this weekend they're they're um, in both in Miami, uh, you know, working hard, uh, and they're gonna announce another athlete. And Emily's also competing, as I said. Uh, but no, it happened very um, quite randomly, actually. I would say so. I've followed their work, uh, you know, a bit from a yeah. distance. Very very impressed by what they managed to to create. You know, it's um, back in the days when Craig was doing the videos. You know, it's m- making those kind of videos is a lot of, you know, being staying consistent. One, you have to be very consistent. And it's also a lot of work with all the editing and all the like thought process that mm. goes into the it. The humor. Yeah and, that, yeah, well. yeah, and when you watch it, when it's. And he drops
1: it, in those little memes, whatever.
0: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they are it's, they're, they're, they're great fun to watch. Um, but you know, just like the consistency it's taken and just being like just persist on like you know video after video after video even when it didn't do well because i can imagine the first years you know it was a lot of work and not very you know not that much in return basically but no i've just um genuinely just very impressed at how far far they come
1: Mm.
0: Uh so it was just um I actually just reacted to to Craig's story on Instagram because he um, reposted the the last launch they made, hmm. uh, and just like seeing the launch, the previous launch versus the launch they just made now, like just improvement in clothes and the, what they they have, you know, it's you know it's made it's massive improvements, and I was just like I said, just genuinely impressed by what they created because they started out with you know the typical Bella Canvas and they just like print on the clothes to actually now you know making their own clothes. Uh, so I, I replied to the store with a fire fire emoji, um, and his here and uh, he replies Do you want to be become part of Team Hustle Maid or something wow. like that? And I was like, What does he mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't everyone
0: part of? Yeah. Team, you know what I mean like isn't isn't everyone part of team awesome Made in, in a way yeah, like I get you. Uh, and and it didn't even cross my mind that actually they were starting to look for athletes because you know the influences themselves mm. themselves and they you know they have such a big reach so for me like you know what should I reply to this is he being serious what is it because I also know he does you know watching the vlogs he does joke a lot and mm. he, he can be quite a funny guy so I'm like but obviously not knowing him well enough to at that point being sure like where is this going? So I think I, I didn't answer straight away. So he replied for like a couple of minutes afterwards. He wrote as well. Like, it was a serious question, just so you know.
1: Oh, like, wow. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> uh, and from there, it just about like, you know, I was like, okay, we'll actually have to look into it because that would have been, you know, really cool thing to be the first official athlete as well. So we jumped on a phone call and yeah, I guess the rest is history. So 2022 is going to be a fun one. Best they,
1: dressed athlete. Yes. Now the clothes, like you know. What are uh, your, what's your favorite stuff
0: that they're making? As uh, so I got the, I think it's the origin Ridge leggings they call that I wear a lot. Uh, they're, they're my favorite leggings, uh, and I, I live in the oversized uh, unisex uh, sweater that they have now. Nice. It's the one that I'm. It's just because now it's a bit colder as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that will change when it's the uh, summer and it gets warmer. You layers, but yeah. layers. Yeah. But the clothes are like genuinely very good, um, I'm very impressed by what they managed oh, to it's create. It's a big
1: compliment as well, though yeah.
0: you, are, you are the one. No, it's very cool and like just, just what they've, you know, we touched a bit about base, but it's just obviously they have announced partnerships with other brands before.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and you know, you get some interaction, you know, it's always cool when you announce new partners, but I've never experienced uh, anything like this, so just the community they've cre- like managed to create is um is pretty special. Like yeah, people really do feel part of the team, and you know I don't know how many messages like you know welcome to the team, you're a legend. That's so nice. You know I've got it. no it's, uh, it's really it's really nice. I've, yeah, the community they've created—they really have like welcomed me with open arms, and yeah. it's been very, uh, it's been very special. I've never of...
1: seen a brand do what they've done for you, or no. Either like the way that they, for example, they're like asking people to follow you on Instagram, yeah. or, like really supporting you. Yeah, that's like that's a lovely like a symbiotic. Very yeah, no, uh, mutually been... supportive relationship, and I think that's, that's like maybe that's the future of how brands should be working with athletes. It's yeah, no, they've much been extremely more good to like, help yeah. you as well as to help them.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just very uh, very grateful and uh, you know humble that you know they wanted to work with me in the first place and like being the first first ever Hustle Made athlete is pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. So
1: 2022. Yes. We are deep into training now. Yep. How is your body feeling? How are you feeling?
0: <laughs> so, uh, after Dubai again, I, I just feel like it's constantly like, okay, get back into shape. Well, you
1: had a good holiday, though. I did have
0: a good holiday. You so went to the
1: UK and to Norway, Yeah. To so checked in with family. Yeah,
0: so I checked in with family. So after Dubai, I basically had like three... Well, because I was sick leading up to Dubai as well, it was almost a month with you know, not that hard training. So mm. now I'm in the second second week again coming back. Uh, so right now I'm honestly quite broken. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Which one of the... Which hurts the most? Uh, you know, it's just like... ah, oh man. So, but it's, it's rough. It's always rough those like first couple of weeks getting mm. back into the groove. Because uh, obviously my, my body adapts. So I... When I've been into it, like, my body Gets accustomed to the volume, and you know I can deal with it. I don't get sore. I know, you know, but now I need to build up again, and it's it's quite rough.
1: (laughs) Are you eating a lot more?
0: Um, no, I'm probably not eating. I'm not eating more. I'm eating the same, but I do. I I, that's one of the things I struggle with. It's like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I just eat enough. It's just a constant battle for me. I'm gonna make you have a shake. Yeah. I did have a banana and a shake after uh, swimming, and I had a big breakfast, but it's just like... I used to be one of those that uh, could just eat, yeah. and eat, and eat, and I really had to like, restrict myself, because I would just like... I love food, but then started training, and you know, when you, all of a sudden you have to eat, Yeah. and you're like, kind of force-feeding yourself, <laughs> so now I'm like, that's one of the things that when uh, when I take Kind of like a break from training. I also take a break from the stress of having to eat. Yeah. Because I just need that, like, you know, I, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So then I can go like, like, a whole day without eating almost. Because I just like, okay, I don't. Have, yeah, I'm gonna give myself a break.
1: It. Yeah. I um, I saw a post um, from Jessica Griffiths actually mm. a couple of days ago uh, when I she was competing that. as a as a full-time athlete Mm. was she full-time athlete was she a part-time athlete because she was also working as a nurse wasn't she i think she was but she was much bigger much much she was stacked Mm. and now she took a picture of herself the other day and she must have lost 20 pounds of uh, muscles of of everything i don't know probably muscle yeah and she's like super lean yeah and she says she's just i'm so happy i'm not force feeding myself for performance anymore you know it is like a second job isn't it It to get all the food in
0: it is no, so, so You know, I think athletes are very different, so some athletes are still, you know, having to count and restrict themselves a bit because they, you know, they're just like, they, they eat more and they gain weight a lot easier. Uh, for me, I have to track sometimes to just make sure that I eat enough. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, and then it's more if, if I see a drop in performance and I'm like, you know, tired over, over a longer period of time despite actually having slept and not knowing that my volume actually isn't that bad and I've had a deload if, those things don't help, but that's usually a sign. Like, okay, actually now you should, you should look at your eating. Do uh, you have to say John is very, he's he is very good with me on that as well. He does yeah. he does force me to eat. It's like, you need yogurt before bed now. It's like okay, yeah, all right. uh, okay, <laughs> I'll eat, finish your food. I was like okay, but yeah.
1: And training yeah. was you in the gym twice a day with Gabby and Christoph, or you're doing the same? You were doing, you were each doing your own training, but training together.
0: So we're still now doing our own training, but training at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, We still do the match together, and then we do like uh, some some workouts together sometimes. Uh, But it's not as strict because, like, uh, yeah, February twenty nineteen up until Games twenty twenty one, we did every single session together. You know, like yeah. Every day of the you must week,
1: we've got a bit fed up with each other after
0: a <laughs> while. <laughs> we definitely know each other well by now, because you know it's it's it gets intense. So we've seen, I would say we've seen each other's good sides and we've seen each other's bad sides. Mm-hmm. So we do know each other very well. Uh, that's for sure, because uh, it just gets you know it gets intense. But I would say we have um, it maybe a bit more of like a family bond in some yeah. ways. Like you know we can kind of argue, and in a way it's like.
1: You know, yeah, kind of not like the a sister, end of the world. yeah.
0: Because, and in a way, it's quite nice as well. Because we, we don't necessarily get too caught up in each other's drama, and we focus on training together. Mm. If, if that makes sense. So,
1: how's Christoph looking? In what way? As in, is he pushing himself hard? Yeah, yeah.
0: He's. Um, I think Christoph is probably the guy that I've trained with who, well, the hardest working guy that I've seen. Mm. I think. Just from like seeing like in general the girls are very good at like listening like well, I shouldn't I shouldn't put everything everyone in a box but uh, The female athletes that I've you know trained with and seen they're like, you know They tend to put more of the trust into the coach and do what they're told to be doing But a lot of the males they need that independency a lot more uh, going a bit rogue don't necessarily do the boring things, but Christopher—he is, is one of the guys. He's one of the hardest working guys that I've ever met. Um, so I really hope he, you know, can see the, fruit Come of on, the yeah, of all the work he's Let's put in go. this year.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. Because uh, yeah. when I spoke to him before, he was—he was—he said he was going to get his head down.
0: Yeah. No, he's working work hard, it. and he's to, to, to be fair. Like you know, he's—he he improving. He's—he's he's the best that I've ever seen him oh. be yeah, yeah. you know, he's, he's strong, right. he's working on his um, body weight movement, which is like, you know, at the end of the day his, his biggest weakness. He's the kind of athlete that, you know, even at games level, given the right workout, he can do extremely well, mm. but he also does have those, uh, the weaknesses that he needs to, to work on and if those show at like semis or quarters, you know, he, he will struggle to make it Uh but yeah, no, he's working hard. I think he's he's very de- dedicated to to his course.
1: Do you know yet where um, the semi-finals are going to be held? No, heard some
0: rumors about London and um, so strengthened that and uh, low ones. Okay. I've heard rumors about, but at this point it's only rumors, yeah. so I cannot confirm.
1: I want to know so I yeah, can get
0: my I think flights we all, organized. I think we all want to know. i And just w- what weeks it will be as well, because they yeah. they've announced it's like. Start in May and then on to yeah. L- to June, but we don't know when, where they're going to put Europe.
1: Exactly. You know? and so where they're going to put you? No. No, but
0: that we're not going to know until after quarters,
1: because
0: mm. then they're going to do that selection of dividing the 60 athletes. That uh, but quarters
1: is online. Quarters is online, so we're all going to be in C23 yelling at you. Yes. Okay. I hope so. Yeah, I'm
0: going to be there. <laughs> good. <laughs> good,
1: good. Yelling the loudest. It's yeah. more fun watching you in person than on the computer.
0: It's very, it's, it's different when you're there. Mm. Like you can just feel the kind of adrenaline and, uh, yeah. I think you you do need to know the athletes quite well when if you want to be around though in the competition setting Absolutely. and just realise like you know, it's competing now. We're not there to kind of socialise yeah. and have no. fun.
1: Don't get in yeah. the way.
0: Exactly. Don't yeah. get in the way. Stay no. out the
1: way. Don't do yeah. anything stupid.
0: But we all love when people like you know yeah. come share and support. Yeah, it's always great.
1: I think it's a fine line. Yeah. I mean, I've learnt that as well from being around you guys and being around other people yeah. as well. It's like there's a, there's like an there's a, a for me anyway. There's a barrier I yeah. wouldn't go over. No. Especially in a competition setting, because for me, if if you're um, like your performance in the competition is a hundred percent more important than my picture of yeah. your performance <laughs> in that competition. Yeah, yeah,
0: you but know? it's it's very like I think, and actually on the podcast, uh, you when you spoke to Josie, I think you put it very uh, very well with all the things that you have to think about mm. prior to actually. Thinking by even getting your shot. Yeah.
1: Because
0: uh, if you want to be on the floor with the co- with that you really do need to know the workflow and make sure you're not in the way. Yeah. Because like you know, sometimes it does come down to the seconds. Yeah. And you do not want to be that person that was in the way oh. of someone losing a couple of seconds. Yeah. And I do. I've, I've had you know there has been incidents where I have you know like pushed I've seen photographers that that away yeah. out of my way. And you know, in the heat of the moment, it's not like I can come and like, you know, sorry, can you get out of the way, because, yeah. you know, Yeah, but it's
1: down to them, focused. they're going to stay out of the way, yeah. watch where they're going. Yeah. Well, I promise I won't get in the way, but I'll definitely be
0: there. I trust you, Ricky. I trust
1: you. Alright, <laughs> well, it was a nice cup of coffee.
0: It was, and, um, thank
1: you. congrats on finishing 21 on such a high. Thank you very much. I'm so happy for you. And I can't wait to see what you do this year.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Me too, yeah. me too. <laughs> thank you.
1: Thanks, Jack. So, the sound quality wasn't so good, but the chat made up for it, I think. If you enjoy the Europe is Coming podcast, then please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. It helps a lot, and please share us with your friends. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye.
0: Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.